Hello Nomads and welcome to the next installment of Eric's Anime Corner. I am your host, Eric Hunt, and I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, it is Matt St. Jack from Anime Talk. How are you, Matt? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I can't wait to get into the episode. Yeah. Um, if you're watching the video version, uh, there is a video version on YouTube and a podcast version that goes up as well. I am wearing a My Hero Academia shirt, so that is what we are talking about here today. Um, why we, you know, I the main uh, thing I want to get across with this show is just pick an anime each month that I love, talk about it, um, and it's basically as simple as that. Just pretty much gush about what we love. We go over the what it is, why we love it, and who we would recommend it to. So um, before we get into that, though, I just want to let Matt introduce his show. Um, for people who don't know, uh, just give the quick elevator pitch of what Anime Talk is. Awesome. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, first of all, like I said, appreciate being on the show. Uh, means a lot. I love jumping on shows like this. I, like I said, I'm excited about that. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, like you said, my name is Matt, uh, Matt St. Jack from Anime Talk. Um, that's anime talk with an exclamation point. Um, but uh, on my show, basically, I talk about like different rankings, different, uh, I do like November Tournament of Power is huge. I just finished not so long ago, um, where I do like, you know, uh, I guess fighting like brackets, tournament styles, um, you know, ranking of different animes, different anime reviews, different movie reviews, like <laughs> anything anime when it comes to like reviewing or like funny, you know, um, funny like kind of i don't know interesting topics i like to talk about it through anime i just did one called uh what's or yeah what's anime anime <laughs> um and so like where i kind of explain like the history of kind of anime so anything that comes to, like anything that has anything to do with anime like it's right up my alley so yeah that's that's pretty much what i do everything anime all the time talk show just me and my, my lovely voice but that's what i do yeah man that's awesome um yeah the reason why i asked you on i I found you on Twitter. I saw that you do an anime show, um, and I listened to your uh, top five. I guess it wasn't a top five. It was just five quirks that you really liked from My Hero Academia, and I really enjoyed yeah. enjoyed that episode. So I figured I'd ask you on for this month when we're covering My Hero. Oh no, man! Hey, like I said, I'm I'm excited to talk about. It. That was a really dope episode, um, and I can't wait to you know kind of share and kind of talk a little bit about about that on this show. So yeah, thanks man. for having me again. Absolutely. Um, and with that, we will get into our first segment, uh, basically just talking about what it is. Um, this, we actually, on the Nomads of Fantasy podcast, we covered season one of My Hero Academia. I uh, made my other co-hosts, Brandon and Dave, watch it. They're not, especially Dave, He, you know, he's not the biggest anime fan, but I got him into it, and he likes like superhero stuff, Marvel stuff, so... I got him into it, and I, he actually watched Beyond Season 1, so I was really happy that I was able to introduce that to him. Um, but, yeah, if you're, looking, if you're looking for that episode, I will link that in the video description um, on the YouTube uh, version. Um, but, anyways, let's get right into what is My Hero Academia, or Boko no Hero Academia, as it is known in Japan. Um, it was created by Kohei Hor Horikoshi. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I'm terrible with pronunciations. Um, I'm the same way. I'm the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, the manga was created in 2014 with uh, the anime adaptation following up in 2016. Um, Matt, I just wanted to ask, are you a manga reader at all or is it kind of strictly anime? 
Uh, it just depends. Like, I've only read a handful of mangas. Um, I, I read, um, what was it? The two that I know for a fact. I mean, I, I really enjoyed Gangsta. That was actually the first one that I bought. The first manga I bought was Gangsta. Uh, I read some Bleach. Um, it just depends. Like, I'm not a huge margarita mm-hmm. only because, like, if I, if I get it, like, I want a book. You know what I mean? Like, right. I want to have, like, a physical copy versus like most people who read manga they read it like online and i'm like if i'm gonna read it online why not just watch the show so yeah i feel you so, on that long, long story short yeah i'm not much of a manga reader but i do have some that i read so yeah i'm not i'm pretty much strictly anime i haven't really dipped my toes into manga that much um i've read a little bit of like dragon ball super i've wanted to get into my hero just because i know that it's so far uh beyond what the anime has produced already so and i know there's some crazy stuff happening in the current story arcs and everything but um yeah i mostly just stick to anime as well um but i eventually want to get into uh some manga i just don't have the time to <laughs> really have the time these days to do it um but anyways getting back to my hero uh what it is um basically the world in My Hero Academia, uh, about 80% of the world's population possess a quirk or basically just a superpower. Um, quirks can range from useless, basically useless weird powers to super overpowered ones. Um, I was looking up some of the useless quirks, the most useless quirks in the My Hero Academia universe, and apparently Bakugo's parents, um, you know, Bakugo's like one of the strongest characters in My Hero, one of the strongest heroes. Uh, he has a his great power, uh, explosive power. But his parents, apparently his mom, her her power, her quirk is um, she secretes glycerin from her skin, which apparently keeps her skin really nice, looking nice. So <laughs> that was one useless quirk. And his dad has the quirk of bendy fingers and basically they can bend a little bit more than like your average person. So like there's these like crazy, there's super strength. There's all the uh, regular kind of superpowers that you would expect with these quirks. But then there's just some really useless ones that uh, <laughs> are throughout the world. So I, I always, I always like that. Uh, it's great world building. Um, and people uh, with the most powerful quirks can usually either go down the hero or the villain path. Um, and most of these children will receive their quirk by age four. Um, and that's kind of where the main character of My Hero Academia that we follow comes in. Uh, his name is Izuku Midoriya, and he was born without superpowers. Um, and it's, you know, it was kind of devastating to him because he idolized, like, the number one hero all his life, uh, All Might is his name, and he wanted so desperately to be like all might but and he was just utterly devastated when he realized that he didn't have a superpower um so that's kind of the the basic uh baseline um plot summary and everything uh it you know it ends up if you've watched the show it ends up that uh, all might eventually meets up with midoriya and he passes on his quirk um one for all to midoriya and that is how midoriya gains his superpowers um was there anything that i missed there matt anything you wanted to add oh i think you did a really good job running that down um i i thought that it was like very interesting though like when they did the whole dna thing about like his work and stuff and Mm -hmm. i was like i don't know how this is going to go 
because anytime it, it always like I always think back to what is it because um, I love like Rick and Morty but I always think back <laughs> to that episode like the flu where like he's like yeah I need he's just like he's like I just need your DNA and Morty goes to pull down his pants and he's like no I'll just take a hair sample like I don't I don't need you know um, <laughs> I don't need that type of DNA it's always it always makes me laugh because when people say like oh like he gave him a piece of his DNA and I'm like Okay, but it's not what you think, you right? Know what I mean, like it, it was—it wasn't like he like did a blood transfusion or you know said anything weird. It was just a piece of hair. But um, no, it was no. I, I think that you like I said. I think you set it up pretty good. I, I didn't know about um, Bakugo's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that. I think you would figure that they would have they would have had kind of some strong quirks. But it makes sense that like she would ex- like secrete glycerin from her. Yeah, you know, exactly. Considering the fact that Bakugo kind of does the same thing, so that's kind of cool to hear that you know he kind of gets that from her right um but yeah as far as her i mean obviously you know i mean you know i don't know how you know how weird or interesting you get on your show but i mean with dad with bendy fingers i mean it, that's an interesting <laughs> there's some sure uses for that it's useless to everybody else but it's it's, it's not it doesn't sound like it's useless to many to, you know, that's to true everybody, so that's true but, man uh, but yeah no, I think you. No, I think you hit it right on the head, man. I love the quirks. I love some of the quirks that are in here, and I know we're going to get into that soon. But um, I love a lot of the quirks here, so I'm, yeah. I'm down to move on. Babe. Yeah, there's always like just in the background, like just you see background characters, random people, civilians, and everything, and they're just like some of them look wild. Like there's just dog people. There's people that look like fire hydrants. You know, it's just it's cool. It's very creative and. That is kind of rolling into um, the next section of the show, which is the why, why, uh, why we love it. Um, yeah, all just the variety of quirks in the show is insane. Um, like we said, from bendy fingers to super strength to uh, fire powers, water, like ice, all that stuff. Like it's there's so many different unique um, quirks throughout this world, uh, and it's it's really cool. No, no, it's, it's, I love the fact that like, not only, and I was, I was making sure, cause I was like, I remember a lot of mine, but I couldn't remember everything. Like when you do a show and I'm sure you probably deal with that too. Like there's so many shows that you, oh, yeah. I can't remember everybody who I, who I, um, who I say like quirks that I really love, but like one of my favorite ones, and I always talk about this and I do this and off of my, off of my head, but like, like permeation was really cool with uh miro yeah um with his like his like ability where he can like pretty much he basically he basically like goes he becomes intangible so you can't like touch him but he can like go through walls Mm -hmm. the only drawback to his is obviously when he doesn't have on his super gear like he doesn't have on his super suit or whatever Mm -hmm. like he he has to be naked in order to use his ability because the clothes stop him from going through stuff so that's kind of weird because that lets me know that like kind of like invisible girl like she could be naked and nobody would know <laughs> right but you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know like if he was there because i mean if he was naked he could just be naked and you wouldn't see him so that's kind of uh an interesting piece but to your point there's a lot of different quirks in here like i love like permeation was dope i love decay is probably one of my other ones that i really love yeah um just the simple fact that you can touch something, you know, and it just starts to just crumble, you know what I'm saying? It ages so fast. Um, you know, that was, that was kind of a quirk that I really liked. Uh, racer is amazing. Obviously. I mean, any one of my favorites. Ability, 
Yeah, and like anytime you can use an ability to like stop people from using their abilities, and I mean he has like the cool yeah like it makes it makes me think about like uh Brett the Hitman Hart, like those old like eighties glasses or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I love like you said I love the quirks. Um, I love this. I love and obviously you got to give a shout out to you know your boy Todoroki because Todoroki has probably some of the best quirks hands down. Oh yeah. In this whole um, this whole anime, so um, there's just so many different. Like I said, there's so many different quirks, so many different. I don't know, like so many different combinations that you could think of. I, I guess that's one thing, and I've talked about this. I don't think I talked about it on, on my episode. Well, I did. I talked about quirk marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there are. I wish that there were more. I wish that there were more like quirk marriages. Like, I wish that there were more people who had like multiple quirks. Yeah. Like, that's. Not, I not love that concept. Yeah, like not a lot of them. Like I don't want everybody to have one because then you just start. You could potentially run into somebody that's kind of OP. But like, and because I just talked about him, but like Todoroki, I absolutely love Todoroki. Fire, half fire, half ice. Everybody probably knows him. Everybody probably sees him. That's why I always go for mm-hmm. the low hanging fruit, like the ones that everybody's seen. Um, but like with him, I love the fact that even though you would think that he'd be OP because he can use fire and ice, like there, he has a, a major weakness where he can't use either one like like too much because right if he uses he's got to balance fire it too much he overheats yeah if he if he uses fire too much he overheats if he uses cold too much then he, he freezes like it, it like messes with his cells on the inside he ends up like freezing himself so um i'm glad that they have like a checks and balance but i wish that they did have a little bit more quirk marriage but those are just some of the perks that i mm-hmm. really love so. That kind of rolls into one of the other things that I love about the show is that how well we get to know each character um, throughout the show. Like you mentioned Todoroki and his dual uh, fire and ice powers. Uh, For most of his life, he has suppressed the fire side of himself because he, you know, his dad was pretty much, you know, abusive to him as a child. He just pushed him so hard and uh at you know when Todoroki came of age he just reject completely rejected that side and embraced his ice side um which he's essentially handicapping himself like cutting his power in half um for the majority of his life uh so yeah like getting to know each character's backstories like Bakugo um we get to see you know he starts out you just see him as this dick but we do get to see some of the backstory of why he has like the motivations that he does, why he wants to be the best hero, the number one hero. He's always constantly saying that he's going to, you know, take down All Might and stuff. Like he's super ambitious. Um, and like, I feel like we really, really get to know each of these characters in the in the Class 1A um, throughout this entire series, which I love so much. Yeah, for sure. And they, they did a really good, like you said, they did a really good job kind of, um, explaining a lot of the backstories and like some of the background to the characters and I, I like I like how like most shows when they do that they do it like they do like a very abbreviated version yeah for and sure like, okay that's cool but like here like you kind of want to know a little bit more about them because if you don't if you don't get to know about the character you don't understand how they tie into 1a or 1b then you don't understand how they tie into the overall story so I think they did a really good job of explaining you know like hey this is how how i fit in you don't have to give me like a whole episode right but you know just give me my moment to show you why i decided to become a hero in the first place or why i decided to go down a path that i decided to go down and then you know jump back into the episode so they did a really good job on that yeah 
yeah, we, we get like these random like stories of, you know, each, I, I think they do like one on almost every single character in class 1A. Mm-hmm. Um, like we see Uraraka and her family and we see uh, Momo, like her parents are rich. She has all this pressure and everything. Like it's, it's crazy how well we get to know them. And like, there's so many characters in this show, but it really does feel like you, they spend enough time with each one of them and make them important in the story. Yeah, I like belly button, the naval guy. Oh, yeah, naval laser. Yeah, like, I'm like, dude, like, that is, first of all, that's the weirdest power ever. Like, it's so strange. (laughs) But it is, it always kills me, like, because when he uses it too much, when he ends up throwing it up, they always have, like, the rainbow that, like, comes out of his mouth. Like, I'm like, why do y'all have this guy? Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you know, there's, there's a, there's a a market, you know what I'm saying, for the way that he is. Right. Completely respected. But I'm like, well, I was like, but why? Like, he has, he has strength. It's just, he just can't use his laser, his laser too much. Yep. That's got to suck. Like, I can imagine, because he's like, he uses, every time he uses it, he's basically emptying his stomach. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sure he's like super hungry right after. That is, yeah. That, yeah, that brings up another thing. Like, there is, it's not like everybody is super overpowered. They have to develop their quirks. They, most quirks, if not all, have like, um, adverse side effects or like a downside to them. Like you said, belly button laser, if you use it too much, he, he gets a stomach ache um, with all for one or one for all, all for one. I always get those confused. Uh, one for all Midoriya's powers. Um, if he, you know, we see in the beginning, he can barely control it because it's so powerful. He can't even contain it within his body. Um, and like, there's just, it's really cool how they balance, you know, so they don't make everybody so overpowered. It's not like even if you're born with a quirk at birth, you still have to train it and foster it and learn how to use it, you know, um, which I thought is really cool. You don't see that in most superhero stories, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, pop culture, Americanized versions. They just kind of, OK, you have the superpower like Superman. He has his superpowers and that's pretty much it. Like, he doesn't have to figure out how to use them or get better um, at using them. He's just, his powers are his powers. But here we get to see people develop their quirks. And they, we see, like, um, mutations with their quirks and, like, how they uh, gain different powers and everything. Like, it's it's really cool. It's really cool that the way they, way that they handled that. Yeah, but I mean, you have a whole class that's dedicated literally to just being support. Like, and mm-hmm. that—that's another aspect that I really love about this show. And I know, like you said, I know there's, there's some points that we're going to kind of talk through and things like that. I don't want to hijack the show, but to me, that's <laughs> like a huge part of it because, like, those like the support characters, like you said, to your point, nobody like it's like Batman, right? We know that Batman has all of these, and, and Batman is not a superhero. I right. would say that he's a hero. But, I mean, even with him, we know that he has all of these, you know, Batmobiles and Batcopter and Bat, you know, plane and all this other stuff. But nobody sits down and talks about who built that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody talks about who built it, who maintained it. Well, we know Alfred somewhat maintains it. But there's no way that he maintains all of that by himself. Right. So I think that it's really cool in this show. They have a whole class of support. And And I like how, especially, like, now, coming up to the new season, you're starting to see a lot of these heroes and a lot of these kids use 
um, equipment that was made by people that are in support classes. Yeah, exactly. Because really cool it shows, it shows like, hey, even though we don't have abilities so much over here, like on our side, like in a support class, mm -hmm. we still, you know, we still contribute to society and still have just as, you know, just as a, a prominent role as as anybody else. Like, and to your point, like even with a racer. It's really cool now the way he's he's mentoring and teaching like the next generation to use even just like his scarf. Mm -hmm. Like we thought, like, you know, I, I remember like looking at That's his scarf. So cool. I was like, dude, this white guy was walking around with like this scarf, but it's it's a vital part of him being able to use his quirk. So it's awesome just right. to see like how they how they how they interact, how everybody's abilities interact with everybody's you know other, everybody's abilities, and then how the support cast is and how they don't just use their strength. They use intelligence. They use like, you know, different pieces of themselves. You know what I mean? Like I said, the scarf yeah. or, uh, or, you know, the, the different quirks and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, you don't think about that stuff. I feel like in other superhero fiction, they don't really bother to mention like, Oh, how did, you know, the flash get his suit? How, how, how come his suit, uh, lets him, you know, it doesn't burn up when he's running super fast, you know, and my hero, they kind of go into all this stuff of the technology behind, uh, all the different, um, equipment and everything and how the equipment actually supports their quirk and like improves it. And, you know, they can use it to their benefit. So yeah, that's just, it's such a cool attention to detail that you really don't see in other, uh, superhero stories. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the, the last kind of part of it is just the story itself. It, just Midoriya's main story that it follows um, is really cool, really special. Like we said before, he gains his uh, quirk from All Might, and we see the struggles and, like, trials and tribulations that come with it. Um, and, like, there's, throughout the series, there's just, like, some super emotional moments, um, even, like, one the first episode when he does get the quirk and everything like i was in tears like because he was because i know how much that meant to him and how much yep. he wanted it throughout that's the only thing he ever wanted in his life was to be a hero and now he has the opportunity to do that and so that definitely got to me oh yeah for sure and like and to your point like even with that even with that show um and it's crazy because i mean i was doing some research on a show that i'm getting ready to come up with so i got Todoroki literally up in the background so <laughs> um, we were talking about it but to your point like um first of all like if like you said with midori like he didn't he did he had to literally train his body because mm -hmm. all might told him that like if you don't train your body and if you don't do this then you're not going to be able to inherit my quirk so you have to prepare your vessel right. before i can even give you this ability because this is how strong it is um and like i said they do like you said they do a really good job i'm one, i'm a huge stickler about um watching an anime that somehow connects to me or connects with me and so to your point, like just watching this show, all the emotional moments that, you know, like you said, figuring out with Midoriya trying to get, trying to use his ability with Toto, dude, Toto, like everybody says, and I, and I hate that I'm only talking about Todoroki because obviously there's a lot of characters in this show that deserve that love. Like, yeah, Todoroki is one of the best. Todoroki has, dude, he had, like, first of all, this, this show, honestly, I mean, it, it exists because of Deku. Mm -hmm. But realistically, like, you could do a spinoff, and I feel like Todoroki could have his own show. Um, Dude, yeah, there, like, there was a stretch in season five there where they just showed, like, his family dynamic and everything. Yeah. Like, I love those episodes. 
Yep. And and that's what I was gonna say is like even when they when they when you got into that arc to hear and to see the emotion that was behind the relationship with him and his dad, the relationship with his dad and mm-hmm. his mom, like literally, you know, the I mean, and I'm not gonna spoil too much of it, but literally the way that even just the relationship that his mom and his dad even had, mm-hmm. like the dynamic that they had, like Dude, there were so many emotional moments, like his brother and his sister, how they felt about the whole situation. There was just so much going on. And, like, you even felt started to feel bad, or I know I even started to feel bad for the main bad guy at that time, um, Shiragaki. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah Shigaraki. Yep. Yeah, I was like, dude, like, I feel so bad for you. Dude, like, yeah. You were in the worst situation ever, and all you wanted was a hero or somebody to come and help you like you were so Dude, downtrodden know. in a world where 80 percent of people have quirks like and he- heroes are prevalent like they literally are on the street just walking because there's so many heroes mm-hmm. here you needed help and nobody was there for you you know what i mean so it's just like you said, there are just some emotional moments here, and I'm just like, dude, that that just, I don't know, it it, it definitely pulls at the heartstrings, and they do it in a really, really, really good way. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, definitely some emotional moments there. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, uh, connecting with the anime, like on an emotional level, is super important to me. Um, you know, that's definitely uh, influenced by for my love for it, um, and like this show specifically is pretty important to me in my love of anime because like it was kind of the one that really really like propelled me into the world of anime like i've been i've loved dragon ball z all my life like dragon ball has been like my main thing i've loved it so much since i was like six seven years old but other than that i completely like um you know kind of turned my nose up at anime like throughout my teenage years and everything i was like ah it's lame i don't you know I don't really want to watch it, blah, 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 but Dragon Ball Z is cool, you know, like, I was one of those kids, like, oh, yeah, all other anime besides Dragon Ball Z is lame, but then, like, I watched My Hero, and I'm like, holy shit, like, this is just incredible, like, this this one is super special to me, because this really was, like, the catalyst for my love of anime. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Not, and I mean, you know, obviously, welcome to the fold. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the gatekeeper. Obviously, you know, there are a lot of people who watch more shows than I. Do, oh yeah, definitely. I completely understand. To your point, there, there are some shows, and I, I, I had an episode on my on my show where I talked about that about the 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 stigma and the the you know the, mm-hmm. the way that people think about anime. And I'm like, dude, like. Once you, if you could actually get into a show, and I have a have a show coming up, it's probably gonna be next season. But I have a show coming up where I'm basically want to talk about shows that kind of get you hooked in the first episode. If you give anime like a chance, and you find a show that you really relate yes. to, like for me, like you said, I, I love I love a good relationship in anime. I, I don't like the I don't like the overly like saturated relationships. Mm-hmm. But if you give me like a subtle relationship, like I love that. Give me some good music. Give me some uh, character development. Give me some a character that I can relate to. If you give me those things, and anime, like there are certain animes out there that do such an amazing job of that. Yeah, man. You know, to your to your point, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, it's just this, or it's just a cartoon, or it's just this. But then you find that one, like you find that one, and you hold on to that one, and then before you know it, I have friends that I've done that too. Like I'm like, check this out, or check this out. I think you might like Mm -hmm. it. They they like. They bite on, and I'm like, now, what do you like? You know, like, oh, right. I like Hunter x Hunter. I'm like, yes, 
Hunter X Hunter. Oh my this. god! Like, you can so watch good. this. You can watch this. You can watch this. And before you know it, now they're like, at least they, if even if they're not like huge nerds like I am, like I watch anime. Like I literally am watching probably like six shows right now, like mm-hmm. rotating between them. Um, but like even if they're they, even if they never get to that point, just the simple fact that they find one, two, maybe three anime that they really like, and they're just like, you know what, Matt? Thanks. Like I'm like, yo, that's and I tell people all the time, that's literally what my show is all about. Dude. Let me find. Let me put you on one show. Let me talk about one show. I love that. Yeah. If you get hooked, I'm good with it. So. Yeah, cause yeah, like you said, this was that for me. This was the this was the one. Um, and like now that I'm into it, like I'm into it, you know. Um, and I'm just I'm sort of mad at my like teenage self for thinking, you know, following that stigma just because it was like years of wasted time where i could have been watching anime like it's just so i feel like i missed out on so many things but now that i'm into it i'm i'm so glad that i am um but yeah i i feel like that pretty much covers the why of it of why we love it um i think we uh definitely covered that so let's get to the last section um we, we kind of were talking about this a little bit but uh basically who would we recommend this to if They've never seen it or, you know, never, like you said, haven't given anime a try um, because of the stigma or basically anything like that. Um, I think the easy one for me on My Hero especially is just fans of superheroes. If you like superhero stories, if you like Marvel, if you like DC, especially if you like X-Men, like this, the easiest comparison to My Hero is X-Men because it's, it's a school of like mutants of, you know, people with, uh, weird superpowers and they're all kind of bonding and figuring out how to use them and everything. Um, that is true right there. Like that is, that's your ticket in. Um, yeah. Like fans of Dragon Ball Z, just speaking for myself or pretty much any shown in anime in general, like this is probably one of the best examples in my opinion. Um, uh, yeah. What about you, Matt? Who, who would you recommend my hero academia to? I agree with everything you say. Like you said, superheroes, anyone that loves any shonen, um, you know, uh, shows or anything like that. Like you said, Dragon Ball Z. I would, I would say anyone, like, I think that this show is specifically set up for anyone, anyone, anyone who has like that. You, I know you pray, maybe you remember, maybe you had this conversation or when you were younger, right? You know how mm-hmm. people always ask that question, like, man, if you could have any superpower, what would you, you know, what would you yeah, want? That's, like, oh, yes. you have? Like, if, if you've ever answered that question, like, ever, ever, mm-hmm. whether it was invisibility, because I always said invisibility, but I only want to do it because I want to cause some mischief. <laughs> but even if, it, you know, but if you ever answered that question, whether it was flight, whether it was laser eyes, whether it was, you know, claws, or whatever it was, if you ever answered that question, this show is for you because I guarantee you, in some way, shape, or form, one of that power that you wanted, you actually get to see. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and once you get to see it, it's like, you know what? That was for me. You know what I mean? Or this character is the one that I like now. You know? So I, I would say it's anybody who ever had that thought and was just like, man, I wonder what this ability would be like. Watch this show because it, it has it there. Yeah, man, that's perfect. Um, if you are listening to this and you've never seen My Hero, I mean, I'm glad that you're listening, and I hope that we uh, convinced you to watch it because it's it's such a fantastic anime. It's one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, I feel like that that kind of brings us to the end here. We'll just uh, wrap up really quick. Um, Matt, let's 
here's some plugs. Where can people find you? Um, if they want to find the show, if they want to find you on social media, all that good stuff. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah. So first of all, uh, like I said, I appreciate you having me on again, as you guys, if you're looking at it, if they're seeing my video, which I'm sure oh, yeah, man. are, this yep. is my t-shirt. So this is a beautiful t-shirt. If you see that logo um, anywhere, then that's me. So uh, make sure to drop a follow. Um, but uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter are my two main platforms that I'm on right now. Um, at Anime Talk 12, that's Anime Talk, the number one and two. So like 12 together. Um, you can find me on there. If, you, if you're listening like anywhere that you get your podcast, your bullfrog or, you know, a bullhorn or apple or google spotify anywhere that you get your podcast fix um i'm even on iHeartRadio, radio so even if you're on iHeartRadio oh, radio and stuff like that yeah make sure that you guys follow me it's uh anime talk um like i said with an exclamation point so it's anime space talk with an exclamation point it's a purple background looks very like like vapor max vapor wave you know retro-ish <laughs> that's cool like i love I said, it it has it has this little yeah it has this little logo so yeah, like I said, drop a follow. Let me got you know. Let me let me know what you guys think. If you want to hear something or whatever, I'm always down to interact with my fans. So make sure that you, uh, like I said, you can find me uh, find me on those social media handles. Awesome, man. And I will put all of those links that you just said in the description of the video and the podcast. Um, and I just want to say, Matt, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this was a really fun talk. I always love talking about My Hero Academia and anime in general. So I'm really glad you got the chance to join me. Yeah, for sure, man. Like I said, I appreciate being on, man. Any any opportunity that I get to talk about some anime is a great day, man. And I, I can't wait to uh, you know jump back on if you need me at any time. So yep. thank you, thank you for you, and thank you for your listeners, man. Yeah, yep. We do this monthly, so I I will be sure to reach out to you again in the future. Um, and sure. if uh, if you want to find us on social media, we're at Nomads of Fantasy on Instagram and Twitter um you could find us on youtube any pretty much any podcast platform the nomads of fantasy.com or email us nomads of fantasy at gmail.com and with that we are out and as always safe travels nomads Peace.